0: Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. In this episode, I've got some news updates, some interest rate updates, mortgage application, medium prices, um, pending home sales, how long is it currently taking right now to sell a home in this market, um, increases in stale inventory, and then some other information on home contract cancellations and increases in those as well. So um, to get it started, um right now um since August 5th um there's been some interesting news that's been released um some definitely important others not so important um Friday August 5th non-payroll added 528,000 um jobs to the US market which is actually the largest increase um since February um this is a important indicator because it shows Basically, how many people are getting employed month over month? And then you can always view it year over year. But um, this most recent uh, Friday on August 5th, we had added um, as a nation um, 528,000 jobs, which again was a really, really large increase. Um, That same day on August 5th, unemployment also fell to 3.5%, which was actually the lowest level since the start of the pandemic. So a lot of people look at those two indicators um, when they're looking at the housing market to view how strong is the US economy actually. And when you're adding that many jobs and the um, unemployment rates falling, those are good signs right there. But again, those things, they they move in waves. They go up, they go down. So you really wanna actually identify the trends, the the short-term trends and the long-term trends there. Um Wednesday, August 10th, um, the consumer price index um, 8.7% compared to a prior month of 9.1%. So a little fall off on the year over year increases in that regards right there. And then on Tuesday, August 16th, um, building permits decreased 1.3% and housing starts Declined nine point six percent. A lot of people kind of thought that this was going to happen. And were, we're expecting this to happen, and those are two indicators that, as an investor in the market, in the market, as a buyer and seller, I actually look at those two pretty closely because I'm curious what builders are doing. Um, builders are usually responsible. Like at any given time, uh, right now, there's one point seven million active homes being constructed in the housing market so i like to look at that really closely because i'm very curious what builders are doing and thinking and um again a 9.6 percent decrease year over year and um building permits pulled negative 1.3 percent, not too big a deal but the housing start the housing starts decline was a a very interesting figure um wednesday august 17th mba mortgage applications uh, decreased by 2.3 percent, and retail sales increased by 0.1 percent. So, um, taking a look at some other things um, for the week ending August 4th, interest rates actually dropped to 4.99 percent, which was a decrease compared to the prior few weeks where it was up over five percent. Um, how many people are actually getting a 4.99 though during that week? Very few. Um, but again. A, a nice indication for people looking to return to the buying market. Um, but then this past week, um, it actually rose up to 5.22%. So um, interest rates, they move. Um, they're, they're a huge indicator, though, on what people actually want to do. Um, the highest we've seen so far, far this year is 581 And then again, I mean, you got to look at stuff historically too. Historically, interest rates have always been way higher than they've been since 2007, 2008, 2009. But uh, good interest rates make buyers and investors very happy. Because um, if you're getting, let's say, on a one of my most recent properties I own, um, when I refinanced like two years ago, I refinanced down to... Um, about 2.95%. So I took a monthly payment from $1,600 a month um, down to about $1,300 a month. So $300 throughout the course of the year ends up being um, a few thousand dollars. So um, interest rates definitely have a big, they definitely have a big impact on what people want to do. And when you look at interest rates right now at 6%, um, as compared to, you know, one year ago, two years ago, um, you're you're talking about a few hundred dollars every single month tacked onto people's mortgage payments um which which leads me to the month as, as released by redfin um the monthly mortgage payment on the median asking home price has hit twenty two hundred dollars twenty two sixty seven um and that's up thirty seven percent from 1655 a year earlier. So when you think about it, um, over the course of just one year, the median mortgage monthly rate for a home buyer has increased from 1655 to 2267 That's a 30, 37% year-over-year year increase. And what, what you would expect is less buyers to come to the market. More people uninterested in buying because of such a a large increase, and you know in the last video, we kind of went over a lot of the reasons why why builders are charging that much, um, why sellers are charging that much, um, supply and demand, but um, just just some numbers to actually go with that right there um, and again, mortgage rates this time last year were two point seven seven percent so another you know uh, reason why mortgage prices are continuing increases because of those increases in interest rates. Um, the, the, actually the peak of this year, we were actually at twenty four sixty seven. was your U S median mortgage payments. We've actually come down $200 over the last couple months, which is if you're a buyer, that's obviously a good thing right there. Um, another interesting trend I've noticed um, this month is, um, being reported by Redfin, is that pending home sales were down 16% year over year, the largest decline since May 2020. Um, and when you look at the graph that I posted a screen right here, it's a it's a pretty sharp turn since the end of May in terms of pending home sales going down. Um, you see it in cancellations, you see it in show- showings, decreases, you see it in just Google searches for new homes. Um, a lot of people coming to the market um, are, are really pumping the brakes on how enthusiastic they want to be in buying. Something that's very interesting is 38% of homes that went under contract had an accepted offer within the first two weeks of going in the market it's down 45% from a year earlier. But if you're somebody that wants to know, how long is it going to take me to sell my home right now? 38% of homes that went under contract had an accepted offer within the first two weeks. What's interesting about that is historically, that's, that's very fast. Homes are still moving quickly. It's slowing down when you look at it year over year over year. But for someone that's interested in selling, still at this point right now, you're able to uh, get your home on the market and sold pretty fast. Um, I recently had just sold one of my homes in um, Jacksonville, Florida. And one of the reasons I sold is I noticed the market's starting to cool down a little bit. A lot of the indicators I've been talking about over the last couple podcasts, um, some of those indicators are some of the reasons I wanted to sell. Um, I really wanted to be able to cash out. Um, While the market was uh, at an all time high and uh, my realtor um, listed the home very aggressively in the neighborhood that we were in for a pretty high price point. And um, still, it it only took us, I think, three, four weeks to um, sell the home. And we ended up the the townhome we sold. We actually ended up getting as the uh, we sold it for the highest listed townhome up until that point in that community there. And again, just three or four weeks it took us to sell where honestly, if you uh, a few weeks earlier, a few months earlier, we probably would have received multiple offers on that property. Um, I think we received like three offers on the property, but we probably would have received more more offers if we had done it a a couple months earlier. Um, Another interesting thing I want you to take a look at is when you look at this chart and this graph right here... um, and and this is redfin does this chart on a a weekly basis so you actually have to multiply the 7.7% by 4 so you'll see tw- you'll see about 30% of all listings on the market have had a price cut um what's what's so interesting about that though is when you look at 2020 and 2021 um you see that like fewer than to 3% actually at price listing. And again, you have to multiply that number by four because that's how Redfin does it. But that's an immediate rise and increase. And it's another indicator that if you're a buyer or seller and you're trying to have a lot of knowledge at your disposal and you're trying to assess the market and analyze the market, it's very interesting to see such a sharp rise in um, price drops and price listings. And I know a few of the realtors that I talked to Um, Most of them, most of their listings, they're they're dropping on prices. And again, a lot of people come in aggressively with their prices and then they have to adjust down to what the market says their home is actually worth. But um, it's a very interesting chart to see how fast homes are dropping prices. Um, And and it's specific to certain cities. If you look at uh, certain cities like Phoenix, Austin, Dallas, Jacksonville, Orlando, Tampa, Sarasota, there's certain cities that are seeing um, a proportionately higher level of price cuts in their markets. Um, the share of so we can also take a look at um what's called um stale listings. and you'll see here that we're, we're having an increase throughout the country in stale listings, and stale listings is defined as the share of u s homes that were listed for 30 days or longer. Without getting a contract um there's been a twelve percent increase in July year over year in stale listings, and roughly two thirds sixty one percent of for sale homes have been on the market for at least thirty days, which is up fifty four percent from a year earlier again, another sign showing that buyers are slowing down um in the market and um it's the it's the largest it's the largest year over year increase in stale housing supply since the pandemic and since Redfin been, began recording this data in 2012 um again just a reflection of a slowing housing market interest rates going up causing people to kind of pump the brakes on um, purchasing homes um if you're a buyer this also it actually allows you to take more time in figuring out what home do I want to buy? When I think about a year ago, um, I was relocating to Little Rock, Arkansas for a little bit. And um, it was hard to buy a home out there. It was really tough. Like um, if you found something that came to the market, my, my realtor would take me to a couple homes that were like 2018, 2019, 2020 builds. And me being a little bit more of a patient buyer, I'd like to have a couple nights to sleep on and think about it, assess it, figure out the area, bars, restaurants, shopping, proximity to getting to certain places. Um, And man, he would just call me later that night and be like, dude, it's already off the market, man. You can't get it. Like it's gone. Like homes were just selling that fast out there. Um, But right now, if you're a buyer, you actually, you can take a little bit of time to assess, do I want that house? Do I want that property? And um, that's a good thing for a buyer because you don't want to rush into homes. You don't want to rush into buying. You want to actually make sure that it's a legitimate choice. It's something that you legitimately want and something that's actually going to make you happy long term. So, um, again, stale inventory increasing throughout the nation. Good sign for buyers. Good things for buyers. And even as a seller, like right now, you don't need to be too worried as a seller because historically, the demand and supply, there's still a low level of supply. Historically, interest rates are still low. And um, historically, homes are still turning over faster than ever had. But just relative to the last one to two years, um, it's a little bit scarier of of a time if you're a seller. Um, I'm going to show here states with the most um, stale listings. Uh, increase the most in Oakland, California, Phoenix, Arizona, Austin, Texas, Anaheim, Riverside, Fort Worth, Dallas, Washington D.C., Sacramento, Seattle. These places are between forty percent and fifty percent of all their listings are turning into stale inventory, and it's understandable in some of these spots. I mean, prices in California. For new homes, for used homes, are super expensive. Um, your mortgage rates three, four, five, six, seven thousand dollars in those areas. Um, DC, Dallas, Fort Worth. I mean, people are pumping the brakes in Texas on buying new homes. First off, their prices have risen like crazy over the last two years, two, three years in um, in Texas, and you're seeing that turnover in their stale inventory. Um, Surprising, you don't see a lot of Florida on the list until you get a little bit further down on the list. Um, And again, I'll have this chart posted so you can take a look at it there. Um, uh, Another interesting thing to look at, um, and I kind of touched on this in the last video, is homebuyers are backing out of deals. Um, and, And buyers have a lot of negotiating powers as well. Um 63% of homes, 63,000 homes in July, buyers who went under contract canceled on those homes right there. Um the the highest rate in over 2 years. And again, um home buyers they're coming in with more, they're coming in with more power and um when you look at the amount of people that are canceling on their homes. Um it's interesting and, and To a certain degree, you don't blame people. Um, If you bought a home, if you bought a new construction home and you bought it a year ago, six months ago, because it's taking home builders so long to get their homes onto the market because of the supply shortages. If all of a sudden now you're 30 days out from closing, two, three months out from closing and you're assessing the market and you're seeing dips in prices, and you're seeing price cuts, there's a good chance you might be like, if I'm only $5,000 into this property, that's all I owe the builder if I back out. And I think my home's decreased in value by 20000 40000 or $60,000. And you think the market's going into a two or three year correction. It's a smart move for you to a certain degree to consider canceling on that contract and backing out. And that's what a lot of folks are looking at. Even people that are buying used home where usually time to close can take anywhere from 30 to 60 days. They're starting to get a little bit cold feet and canceling and backing out of those deals right there because they're thinking that the home I'm trying to purchase is just actually not worth as much as the price tag I might've got caught with. And we'll continue to see off of a lot of these signs, um, how things move. Um, a lot of things that I'll be looking at real closely, um, over the next couple weeks and next couple months is uh, stale inventory, what direction does that move? Mortgage applications, does that decline or increase? Interest rates, what direction do they go in? Supply and demand, Um, all of these things uh, for myself as somebody that's looking to um, get more Airbnbs or make purchases of short-term or long-term rental properties in, in certain cities that I'm looking at, I'm looking at a lot of these indicators as how when do I want to get back into the market? How long do I want to stay out? And um, those, those are a lot of the things that I'm using to assess. And like any investor, um, you know, you want to look at good opportunities and, and uh, good signs of things to come. So um, that's it. That's everything I got for this podcast. Uh, like and subscribe. Um, and if you got uh, any questions, comments, or stuff that you want me to talk about. Um, Drop a comment below and I'll I'll, uh, review it on the next podcast.